Blog Talk Radio.
It was like your great grandfather tried to watch a, a a baby walk across the floor. Oh, he fell on the couch. Oh, yeah. Love it. Emmett, guy's been in broadcasting like sixty years. He sounds like he belongs like a intern on MSG Varsity. He now defunct <laughs> MSG Varsity. Now you know yeah. what? I just realized that that goal made it three to one. Now I heard the goal call and I just immediately start laughing. So I'm like, well, I got I got to record this. So I rewind it and I'm trying to set my phone up right next to my stereo speaker so I can get a decent recording on it, right? Now this whole process took me maybe 2 minutes to get a good recording done and played it back, listened to it, laughed about it. I go, okay, let's get back to the game. I fast forward to catch up and it's 5-1. <laughs> 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 Try to record this. Seattle number 83. Go Pavelski. Across to Wingle. In front of Edo. Oh, he scores. Diving effort by Lundquist. He's fucking brutal. Yeah, you know, you talk about. He scores. You talk about the DVR. I'm running out of space on my DVR trying to keep up with his bad calls. I got the one from the Flyer back in preseason, which I still haven't gotten rid of, got rid of the transfer. That other buffoon call in Los Angeles, uh, which, okay, it was an odd goal, the uh, McDonough goal that uh, he scored on uh, a quick that went off his right. blocker. They were caught right. surprised. But, of course, they were talking about, you know, Jake Muzzin on the on defense or something. Of course, always editorializing when there's play going on. It's scoring chances are all going all off the fucking or talk off the charts, and they're talking about something else. And then you even talk, me and you even talked about this. He says this thing about Ryan McDonough makes no sense. He says Ryan McDonough finally gets a goal. It's eight two, you freaking bozo. Oh God! These 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 guys are idiots. They're bad. <laughs> oh, oh, and he scores. And he scores. Yeah, you're you're right. It, it, it was, just, you know, just uh, I don't know. I mean, that King game. Let's go before we go to the disgust, though. Let's go to that King game. That King game was a good game. I liked everything about the Rangers in that game. I liked the lines. Brad Richards is back. He gets two goals in the game. Uh, you know, uh, the, the Kings and the you know, the Kings are a tough team. Apparently, not as good as the Sharks, though. But um, they had some good scoring chances. Uh, you know, I, I think the I like the lines. I'd like to see that second line convert a little bit more. Broussard is setting up everybody. I I gotta see Zuccarello put the puck in the net when he's got a chance. I mean, he's getting chances. I think we, when we talked about that King game, it, you know, Benoit Pouliot is gonna stay out of the penalty box a little bit more. Yeah. But they played a really good game. I was feeling good, but I I knew it was just. It's going to be baby steps this all gets figured out. Right. Because what you have here is you right. got... The baby got smothered. Oh, forget about it. It was uh, SIDS last night. Sudden death syndrome. I should have been mean, taking a drink. Uh, taking it straight to hell right off the bat. <laughs> But I mean, it, re- it was because they're so sloppy in their own end, and and again, I think it's going from that whole you know Gestapo-like zone defense that they played on the torts to now it's actually man to man, and they've got to think for themselves, and they're getting caught not covering guys. I mean, uh, both the forwards and the defensemen. It's not just the defense. Trying to think, but nothing happens. And. Um, it's a it's a, it's a whole plethora of things. It's also you've got Rick Nash goes out early. I also thought the Rangers. Now listen, I'm not going to pin this loss on the refs because the Rangers San Jose is legit. They came out. 
they outplayed the Rangers. They deserved to blow out the Rangers. They beat them to every puck in every situation. So I'm not going to make any excuses. But the freaking, I think it was the first goal that San Jose got that tied it. The referee got in the way of a clearing pass like twice. And then it, it, it wound up in the net. And then all of a sudden it was tied after the Rangers had jumped on him, kind of taking the momentum away. But then, you know, it, listen, it, they were destined to lose no matter what. You cannot play like that and win. But it was an unfortunate goal that kind of turned around the whole, the whole momentum early. You know, but you, you should be able to recover from that if you're a good team. Now, as I roll on with the excuses that I really don't want to make excuses because I think really. Don't start picking goats out. I'm about to put the uh, the GIF up on Boucher Underground Radio's Facebook page. No goats yet. I don't want to hear about you picking this. This guy is bad, 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 bad. They got a lot of things working here. You've got a new coach. You've got a new system. You've got Callahan comes back against the Kings, and then you know he's, he's you know he's visiting the dentist after a couple periods. I mean, you know, he's still learning, getting back into shape. You have the same thing with Stepan, who's, I think, made some mental mistakes giving the puck away, but I think it's it, it's 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 more of a getting back into the swing of things. So there's a lot of factors here. Okay, so I, I, I don't want It's three games. All right? It's not like they're the, we're the Flyers. Ah! Although they did win under new coach Greg Berube. But uh, screw them. Laviolette gets the, the heave-ho. But uh, so getting back to the Rangers, I'm not going to get too crazy. Um, I, I, <laughs> I don't know what that laugh was for. But, uh, you know, listen, it's, uh, it's going to be a process. And I think I know it's hard to ask the underground faithful. Most of us are pretty logical when it comes to this team it's going to take some time you know and they're going to have to they're going to have to really get with the program because um there's the the whole preseason they had a problem with with this kind of stuff and uh you know two out of the three games they had problems so we'll have to just wait and, and see what what develops now what are your thoughts I said last week I thought it was going to take 15, 20 games. I still believe that. Did last night suck? Yeah, of course it did. I shut it off at your braver man than I am. I shut it off at 7-1 is when I'd had enough. Uh, you fair weather fan. Yeah, well, it was getting late. <laughs> uh, you know, what do you get? Yeah, they got their asses handed to them. They got out-hustled, out-muscled. Outplayed, outclassed, the whole you name it. They out they got it they got outclassed. I think that's the best way to put it. It uh, looked like two teams in totally different mindsets. Like right. that team that team is just you know, although they've been a playoff uh, failure, San Jose looks like they they are the real deal so far. Again, it's early, you don't know, but They've, they've got an established team with a coach that's got a superb winning record, over 600. They know what they're doing. Uh, the Rangers really look like they didn't know what they were doing. Uh, I see uh, Delzato is getting a little bit of a uh, whipping in the, uh, in the chat room, mostly by of, Allie. Of course. Of, of course. course. And, and and he did try that stupid stretch pass up the middle with ridiculous. Stop it! I don't want to see it anymore. Uh, but uh, they, they had a lot of problems. And now, what's the Nash? What's what? What's his deal? He's. It was weird before. Oh wait, hold on. I got oh, Rick Nash. There's, there's Rick me right, Nash now. right now. Rick, how are you? Welcome to Blue Shirt Underground Radio. I'm fine. Well, that's that's what he said on um when I, I met when he got hurt and he went to the bench. And they asked him how he was. He said, I'm fine. So I was like, okay, it can't be that bad. But then the next period, uh, uh, Jolt and Joe Micheletti's like, oh, I, I, they're, they're, they're one short on the bench. They're one yeah. short. 
I can't figure it out who it is. I don't know. Maybe a highest ball on the kid. Maybe the highest paid player on the fucking team. Yeah. Big Rick Nash. You can't, that's the guy you can't say, you freaking asshole. Sam, I've counted on all my fingers and all my toes, and I'm coming oh. up one short <laughs> on the bench. Meanwhile, following along on Twitter, Twitter already knows that Rick Nash is out of the game and not returning. And these two guys work for the goddamn network. What is John Giannone doing? Oh, and then he chimes in. Oh, fellas, I got a report from... Oh, uh, yep, I got a report from down here at the bench. Rick Nash will not return. Fucking midget. Right. I mean, see? That's how, that's how clued they're in. I mean, you know, again, I, I love to r- rank on them, especially... Uh, uh, Especially when they lose, but uh, yeah, you know, it's just one of those things. So, what's the story? Is it is it a concussion? What is it? Out for the season? No, no I'm just kidding. I uh, I actually don't. I don't know. All he said was, all I saw was that he said, um, you know, it, it got worse as the game went along, which is why he finished the first period but didn't come out for the second. But it did not feel he did not feel as bad as he did after the. Uh, was it Lusick? <laughs> and if you've never listened to the show before, you won't get that joke. Wasn't it Lucic uh, that hit him last year? With the yes. Lusick? Lusick. <laughs> Lusick? I'll find it. Well, uh, Lusick? I got it. Lusick. <laughs> Lusick. Uh, <laughs> he said it, it It didn't feel as bad as, as that. So, uh, we'll see. I don't know. I, I wouldn't expect him in the lineup tomorrow night. That's just me, though. Oh, great. First line's been looking good. I mean, Brad Richards, what a surprise, huh? Yeah. We were all rooting for him. The, the pleasant surprise. But you know what? And, and you know what? I would say majority of Ranger fans, unless, you know, unless you're one of these contract freaks, it's like, he's going to get injured. We're going to be on the hook. These, uh... What do they call them? Uh, the sky is falling. Chicken Littles. Oh, my God. I think most of the the Ranger faithful have been supporting Brad in the offseason. Came to work. He gave, worked out this year. He did, did what he had to do. He, uh, you know. And, uh, you know, he, he's, he's performed. But the, the bad thing is, my friend, is that what the Rangers have? Uh, they got three go. They got a goal by McDonough. They got a goal by Stahl. They got three by Richards. Somebody else got a goal? They're missing? Uh. Uh. uh mm, Dorset. Dorset scored a beautiful goal last night on that breakaway. Great. I don't know. Anybody else? Anybody else could. Well, oh, they, if we they down eight, about, eight one when he scored. Yeah, well, I know, but it was a nice goal. It was a beautiful breakaway. I never, I didn't, didn't think he would convert. I'm starting to change my mind about that kid. But, uh, but where is the other scoring coming from? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you know. So, uh, you know, and so, uh, Manny Meatballs, you're all over Richards. Let me tell you something. He's got three goals. Where are the rest of these guys? Where's your yeah. favorite? Yeah. Where's your favorites, buddy boy? Give me throw your favorites out there. Yeah. What's Derek Stepan doing? Yeah. I'll take three yeah. flute goals. <laughs> I, 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 no, no I'll pretty take ones. it all. What do you think Ryan McDonough's was a stellar one? He finally Fine. Let's scores. Give, let's give games. back the goals from the Kings game. Give them back. They don't count. Yeah. Say, ah, my God, you guys, uh, a goal is a goal, like Sue Pepper Gallo says. The Sicilian princess, Sue Pepper Gallo. I used to say that she was Greek. She's still offensive. She's like, I'm Italian. <laughs> Manny Meatball, Manny Meatball doesn't have a favorite yet. Who doesn't have a favorite Ranger? You're ridiculous. Don't make me turn on you guys tonight. <laughs> yeah. Don't make him angry, you. Mr. McGee. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. Bob Grote is here. Thank God. 
Dyke Smash. Welcome to the chat, Pop Coda. Nick Fatiga, number 22. Nick Fatiga. Before Brian Boyle dis- 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 disgraced it. Although Brian Boyle did make a great tip pass on the Dorset goal. Staten Island, morning red. Nick New York. New York. Ranger penalty, number 22, Nick Fatio. Yeah, let's play that for the great Bob Groder. Where is that? Where is that? God. Uh, I'll have to find it. I think it's on the French. Yeah, I got it. Oh, all right. Penalties to New York, number 22, Nick Fotiu. And to the Canadians, number 24, Gilles Lupien. Two minutes for delaying the game at 7 minutes, 21 seconds. There you go. Him and Gilles Lupien. What a stupid accent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope no French Canadians listen to this show. Stupid accent. Michelle Bergeron. I used to make fun of him because every sentence started with, well, duh. <laughs> Michelle, what do you think of Wolf Paymont? Well, duh. Michelle, how's what? Kelly Kissio fitting into the lineup? Well, duh. Every fucking well, sentence. Well, you remember we had um, James Patrick on, and he said they couldn't understand Michelle Bergeron. He was calling right. out the deep pairs and the line combos. <laughs> hey, uh, so uh, Rangers got some problems. I don't have any goats so far. I, I would just like you know, uh, you know, it uh, it will be a uh, you know, it, it's going to be a feeling out period, so to speak. Uh, I'm a little worried about the penalty. John Avery. <laughs> Is he back in the news? I don't know. So to, now, now the penalty killing—I uh, don't think has been that great either. What, what were the stats last night? Well, um, then we got terribly outshot too. Do you really want me to pull up the stats from last night? Far, we'll go to the Kings game at least. Let's uh, have some fun here. Well, I mean, we're uh, having fun. The three game—I know—but let's have more fun. I mean, you know, let's. Uh, you know, it's a three-game uh, recap. Yeah, Torty uh, won, won last night. I find myself scoreboard watching. The Rangers are playing and Vancouver's playing. I want Torts to lose. I want him to lose his shit in Vancouver so they can see. Uh, Bob Groder telling us everything. His first time in Montreal's with the with the uh, RFC in 1979, the magical year we played them in the cup finals. The game I went to Montreal, we won on the road, which is still rare to the day. Yes, it is. It's very rare. I have that game. Nick fought you. Uh, yes. uh, San, San Jose was two of three on the power play last night. See, that penalty killing. Did Dominic Moore play last night? I didn't hear him his name at all. Uh, yes, thirteen oh seven of ice time. Who was the biggest minus from last night? Oh, there were lots of names. There were one. T- oh, excuse me. No. Oh, the biggest minus last night. Mark Stahl, a minus four. Holy cow! It's not good. It's just not good. Just not good. Where's the goal score? Minus four, huh? For I love the, I, I'm also, uh, I love the fact that they, that Hank was not at his best. So he, so he gets pulled out of there. And then Baron's <laughs> worse. Baron's worse. I told worse. you it's a garbage can. I've been telling you that for three years. Pylon. <laughs> he looks incompetent. Get somebody. I. I, I know I'm going to rue the day to say this, but just get Cam Talbot. Put the get young the kid camera. in for garbage time. Because when they, when they pull Hank, they put in, again, he's a garbage can. He's terrible, Biron. He's just too old. Too old. Sorry. Guy was in a goalie competition with Johan Hedberg. 
It's like the Senior Citizen League. Didn't the baseball have that Senior League for a couple of years? Yeah, Greg Nettles played in it. That's all I remember. Yeah, that's what they should do with Biron. I'd say that with Yager, but he's still scoring. Meanwhile, yeah. the Devils. How many times are the Devils going to shift the bed after having a lead? Not enough. I had to listen to that clown the other night going off about Marty. Every goal that goes in on Marty is not his fault, according to Chico Resch. That puck kind of bounced on Marty. Oh, that puck. That Kevin went off in the, in the stands, and Marty, Marty, Marty got distracted by that. Well, shut up. It was a meteor. Meteor. That sounds like fucking Kermit the Frog. And Tangent Blosey with terrible broadcast and a terrible team. Kovalchuk had good sense getting out of there. Uh, yeah, Marvin the Martian. That's right, too, Costa. Yeah. No, I see. So, uh, I don't know. I'm taking it out on everybody. Break up the Islanders, though, Jim. Oh, that's great. Oh, Joe. <laughs> Joe. Oh, and he scores. Yeah, play that again. I need a laugh. <laughs> Sam Rosen will never go into the Hockey Hall of Fame. Never as an announcer. His toupee might go in. Edel, number 83. Joe Pavelski. Across to Wingle. In front of Edo. Oh, he scores. Diving effort by Lundquist. If he goes into the Hockey Hall of Fame, Jim, I'm going to do like an Occupy Wall Street at the Hall of Fame. I'm going to go to Toronto and wear a bad toupee and sit outside there. Like some goon. I'll have to be moved by the Royal Mounted Police or whatever they got those Mounties up there in Canada. I don't know what they got. You and Cutter. You and Cutsy. Cutsy doesn't. He doesn't have a disdain for Sam Rosen. He'll just follow you. But he'll follow you into the gates of hell. Yeah, that's true. He will. He'll just follow me just to see what I'm doing. Right. Oh, he scores. Why? Cutsy said he won't come if I'm wearing a toupee. What's what? Why? Find something yeah, what's what's so wacky about a toupee? I, I on the other I'll, hand, want you there in a powdered wig. <laughs> he does look like Ben Franklin, too. I, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to park myself out there because the, the, the Hall of Fame is like in this mall. I'm just going to hang out in the food court with like a Dak ham like under my neck. <laughs> And a toupee, <laughs> a, a toupee, right? And then, like, you know, uh, an MSG mic, like a faux MSG mic. It's just like out there. <laughs> There's no way he's ever getting in there. Come on. Because we will, we, will, we, will we will send the Hall of Fame 50 audio clips of him, him being a moron to counter it. You know how, like, the team sell, send the highlight tape and all that stuff? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why do they uh, – just one more thing on the broadcast and we'll move on. But why do they constantly – hey, Sam, Sam, or Joe, you notice the – why do they – we know who they are. Why do they have to keep saying each other's name? I don't know. It's it's all great. What was with the camera angle last night? What, what happened? Is that the best? Is that the People best getting in front like in the old the... days, <laughs> down <laughs> in front. No, didn't it look? Didn't it look like they were filming the game from like the roof? Yeah, it did. It was like, is this the best seats they could get? They can't we were, even get good seats anymore. <laughs> we were commenting on Twitter. I said, this game being sponsored by and filmed from the Fuji blimp. <laughs> but hold on. Let me let me get my binoculars so I can watch the game on TV. Yeah, I mean, come on, guys. I know they visit there once every five years. But still, I mean, you know, get it together. And me, I'm tweeting MSG networks all night, like just ragging on the on the camera. And finally, somebody, well, you know, they don't choose where they set up the cameras. That's done by the San Jose Sharks. Okay, 
Don't fucking kill my buzz. I'm having a good time over here, and it ain't one fucking blowout. I gotta entertain myself. And shut up, Cutter. Yeah. Just for the just for the hell of it. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, this is what happened. I, I'm I'm frankly shocked about the whole Twitter being ahead of them. Uh, oh, I'm not. Uh, being ahead of them on the Rick Nash injury, and they to have no clue. Is anybody monitoring that Twitter thing? You know what? The, the penny saver, uh, no, Rick Nash. Apparently not. <laughs> I think they should put Emily Lauren or you in charge of uh, their. You, what do they call that? The social media consultant? Oh, please. Please. You working for Rosasco? Now, uh, you had something very interesting to say when we talked uh, a, day or, a day or so ago about uh, the Ranger yeah. win and how it was handled by the coach. Oh, well, you, you, I mean, well, there were two two things of note. Which I also got. Which I also got. Well, not just me, but other fans were called out on Twitter for last night. But anyway, so they win this game against the Kings, and and of course I'm watching the post game, and you know they, they do their thing, and then it, well, let's go to the AV speaker to the press, and and there he is, and he's smiling, and he's jovial, and having a good time, and he's laughing, and just enjoying the win. It wasn't. Oh, I got to go back and watch the film. There's a lot of things. And there's some good things, but there's some bad things, and we've got to keep building. It was just, it was nice to have a coach that was not just friendly with the media, but he's he was giving the fans his thoughts on what went, what they did well, and what they worked on, and the game itself. Now, they, I've had enough bashing that man in Vancouver. Fuck him. I hope the Canucks lose. I hope they win two games this year, both against the Devils. But it was just, and then last night. Oh, they're getting beat 9-1, but at least the coach is nice to the media. I'm like, shut the fuck up. These fucking fans, bipolar, sibyls, all of them. Not all of them. Some of them. A lot of them. Quite a few of them. Well, listen, uh, there's still going to be people, you know, who want the the tough love. But listen, this, this is way too early, way too early to get make any judgments at all. You got to see a good twenty, twenty-five games, I, I, and then you kind of, kind of make some assessments about where the team is. And this guy is still trying to figure out, Tim, who who should be playing and who shouldn't. Hey, J.T. Miller, we brought him good luck. He interviewed his mom and girlfriend. He gets sent down the next day. Wow. I think you're overhyped the way she looked. You think so? I think Trish Coakley Stepan's mom is, is, is much hotter. Really? But she might just be – I don't know. Maybe. I I just have a thing for Stepan's mom has got it going on. Right. Oh, oh, yeah, that's true. She's good people. Yeah. The good people. I, you got the, the – also, if you guys missed that show, I mean, did you listen back to the show? I started to on my actually on my way home from work today, but I only got about fifteen minutes into it before I had yeah, to come running be, at the door. It, it can be like like a hard listen because you know the, of the technical problems and stuff. But I mean, you think about just the content of that show was astounding. That our little broadcast here could nab Jim out there running around the jobbings dot com arena. Uh, outside of it, just like a madman. I saw the big guy, uh, what was his name, with the Ranger face paint out there. And Wes? Was just, Wes, I just oh. ima- imagined him just was, the way. He looked like, exactly. just, like he, just like you thought, right? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> then you got, I was trying to tell somebody how you actually got Jake Timula's mom, and did you just go up to them and say, you know, you know, what are you guys doing here? I mean, you Ranger fans, or how did that happen? Well, yeah, she was her and, and um, JT Miller's stepdad. So I saw them. I think it was uh, before the show even started, and they were just walking around. And I just walked up to them, introduced myself, gave them a little slip of paper that I make up with the name of the show and the call-in number and the website. I said, "Hey, we do a show all about the Rangers. You guys should call in." And oh, thank you. And then they walked away. And then I was standing out there. I was talking to you at the time, and here comes here comes the woman back over to me, and she says, "Are you doing your show?" And I said, "Yeah." And she said, "I'm JT's mom." 
I was like, Ooh. oh, all right. Hey, all right. Well, I'm half of the most famous Internet radio broadcasting team in history. Yeah, you do it. What's up? <laughs> so, yeah, so she actually she didn't tell me who she was until later. Maybe she thought, I wonder if, like, she went inside and, well, they're with the Rangers. We re- maybe we should go to. Maybe she thought we were with the Rangers. Then he he's a, <laughs> they're having dinner with J T Miller after the game. He's like, Ma, they don't really. Us. We're not allowed to talk to them. No, I don't. Oh, know. that's right. Yeah. Oh, I talked to these nice guys who do your radio broadcast, and he's like, "What guys? Yeah. I don't know." Oh, Al, Al Troutface. He's some horrible. Pudgy, some pudgy guy in a Nash T-shirt and a Paps hat walking around out there. And then, and, like, and, then, and then you actually, in the Phoenix live broadcast, just all around it, trying to spoil it by saying, let's go Rangers. <laughs> and oh. the, pic, the overhead pictures of that is hysterical. Yeah, yeah. So the I think we get succeeded. Oh, uh, yeah. The, uh, the, uh, I mean, I, I, I thought it was very good. Once again... Hijinks ensued, and I, I, I think it was good. Now, I was wondering if we could contact JT Miller now that he's with Hartford. Do you think we probably could get him on if we? No, if we no, no. Really? You think they? Has, it still has to go through the Rangers. Really? Yeah, they're the guy. The guy with. Um, it, well, I mean, this is how it was a couple of years ago. But there's a guy that that used to work for the well, the Wolfpack. His name was Bob Crawford. He did, I think it was Bob Crawford. He did their, yeah. um, he did their blog. He does their blog on their website. But anyway, he was the guy I had to go through, and we did like a Q and A with Bobby Sanguinetti on Blue Shirt Banner. This was like two months after we started the website. But I had to go to first. I talked to Bobby Sanguinetti on Facebook, and he said you got to contact this guy Bob Crawford. So I contacted Bob Crawford, and he got back to me and said I got to talk to the Rangers and make sure it's okay. And then he did. And all I did was email Bobby a set of questions chosen by our readers, and then he answered them. Ah. But, but yeah, you still got to go through. You still got to go through the the, the gulag. Yeah. The gulag. Okay. Luck. The misinformation, please. Uh, uh, we have any phone calls? When we get to them before we continue? Uh. Yeah, we'll get to the phone calls because I've only got about forty minutes before I have to go. So. Uh, I think this is Stan. Hey, Stan. Good evening. How you doing, Good Stan? Good evening, Good to Stan. Talk to you. I'm doing fine. It's hard to find you guys. You've been all over the place. I keep reading, you know, you're on this night and that night, and then you're never there. You know why? Because you have to become a Facebook Facebook person. Then you will know exactly when we're on. Oh, yeah, is that it? Something not on Facebook. Yeah. Well, go on under a uh, you know an assumed name and and then subscribe <laughs> to the group, and then you go on and you know when you you're in the group and then you know what's going to be on def- Definito. But anyway, I've missed you, Stan. I I don't think we talked too much in the preseason, if at all, and I haven't talked to you after three games. What are your ideas? What are your thoughts? Well, obviously last night was a nightmare, uh, except for the Kings game, which was as good a game as you could play. I mean, that was a near-perfect game. I mean, the preseason, they were terrible. I don't usually put that much in preseason of any sport. But they, they looked bad. They didn't look good against Phoenix. And last night was hideous. I mean, the defense is just, you know, it's not existent. They're just turning the puck over constantly. I mean, the Kings now, game was the anomaly. Yeah, it was. And I do see do – you, do you see the difference between – the way they approach the game offensively, because I do see that as tangible. There's always somebody in front of the net. The, the defensemen are, are very engaged in the offense. Yeah. Um, I think they've gotten a lot of good scoring opportunities. Even in that Phoenix game, <laughs> they got some really quality shots against Mike Smith. I mean, he, he made some real stellar saves. Do you see any... Uh, see, I, that's what I take from the positives. Defensively, I think they can probably get it settled down, but you know, it's look it looks horrible two out of three games though. But do, do you see any of the positive stuff that I mentioned? 
Uh, well, yeah, the, I know, especially in Phoenix, the defense uh, was like creating all the offense. The, the forwards didn't do anything. Uh, the thing is, you know, they have almost the exact same team as last year. All the, the only new guys are Pouliot and Moore, and they're not exactly game changers. So I don't see how they're going to be all that much better than they were last year. Even with uh, even with the, you know, they get grasp of the uh, new system. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, if you have a Brad Richards who's playing much better than he played last year, uh, if you got uh, a Derek Broussard, I mean, you know, he did play a little bit while, and he played good in the playoffs. I think with a different system, I just don't think that Tortorella system with those players can is it's just not it's not built to last. It just you know it, it's it, it's something that by the end of the season everybody is exhausted. They can't score. And I think if they can get these defensive lapses locked down and they can keep a team under five goals maybe one night, uh, they got a shot. I like that second line. You know, uh, uh, you know, Broussard, Zuccarello, and Pouliot. And uh, other than Brian Boyle, he's the only guy I really just can't stand to see. Well, what about Taylor Pyatt? I mean, he's worse than Boyle. Uh, Pisey gives you a good grinding along the wall. He's big. Uh, I'm not Come a on. big proponent of him, but they've got they've got to have some guys that can grind and and, and do something. And, uh, I don't know. Yeah, do I want Taylor Pride on this squad? No, but uh, they are they are lacking physical guys. They're lacking guys that have any kind of mucking. Uh, yeah. ability. That's their biggest problem, I think. Yeah, I was up to, uh, I went to uh, the Hartford uh, opener Saturday. Oh, yeah? How did the team look? Uh, they look good. I know they won Sunday. Quieter uh, played the best game I've ever seen in playing his life. He had really? Like seven, yeah, he had seven shots on goal. was throwing his weight around. I don't think he wants to stay in the uh, American League. And Christo, he made a bad mistake. He gave away the first goal, but that kid, uh, he's got a shot. I mean, he can put the puck in the net. And I know Miller scored two goals. I think those three guys, at least two of them, at some point, I'm thinking maybe, you know, by December, they're going to have to be up here. They're going to, you know, they need some some new blood in there. Well, I mean, frankly, I think J.T. Miller should have stayed. And Foss should have been sent down because I really think J.T. Miller uh, adds a lot more than Foss does. Although Foss has played well, played well in the preseason, I still think J.T. should get the nod over him. Kreider, when he comes up, though, Stan, I don't want to see him doing what he does when he comes here. He doesn't look dominant. He doesn't. Uh, he's never in a good position to shoot. He doesn't shoot. I mean, he's only good off the break. If it's an odd man break, give him the puck and he puts it in the net. I mean, that's great, but uh, he's got to learn to be dominant, and he's got to learn to take, not take stupid penalties. I mean, he also but – I, but what I did note in the last broadcast, which is what you said, is that I noticed that he was much more physical. Like, he, he will take the body, and he really can nail people. He's a big kid. Yeah, in fact, that whole team in, in Hartford, I mean, they're like uh, the old Broad Street bullies. they got a bunch of animals on that team. Ooh, Man, at- we had – I went with my my son, and we got great seats. We were like in the fifth row uh, behind the uh, goal. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever watched a game from ice level; it's unbelievable. It's like oh yeah, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, I yeah. mean they're going like oh, twice as fast as if you're watching on TV or in the, up in the stands. And I said to my my kid, I said, you know, I can't believe that the referees can even make half the calls they do because these guys are going so fast. But McElrath, uh there was this guy. They were playing the uh, Norfolk, which is the Anaheim uh, minor league team. And uh, there's this guy on, on Norfolk, uh, Stefan Nosen. He was traded. Uh, he was in that Bobby Ryan deal with Ottawa. Right. He's like okay. a first round pick. He's like a top prospect. And my kid pointed out that because uh, you know you're, we're like 15 feet from the ice, McElrath was beating the crap out. He punched the guy in the face. He smashed <laughs> his he smashed his uh, head into the glass. And the, you know they only have one ref in the American League, so this, this, the guy didn't see anything. And these guys, they, they played in different leagues, and they're from different countries. I don't think they ever played against them. It was like they, he had a feud with this guy. Huh. Wow. He was beating the crap out of him. 
And they got wow. Bickle down there. Bickle had a fight. McElroy has had a fight. Michael Haley had a fight. My Haley's got, yeah, I was going to say Haley. I mean, my Santa. Tough guys down there. Uh, Andrew Yogan's a big guy. And uh, this guy Kyle Jean, he's 6'4". I mean, they got a big, tough team down there. <laughs> I like what I saw from Kyle Jean last year in Hartford. I like what I saw from him. So did any uh, anybody down there surprise you that uh, you thought was a lot, you know, that you didn't think much of, that you left thinking, wow, this guy's... Uh, Oh, there was a kid, uh, Michael Cantor, who's actually from Long Island. He's a Long Island kid, uh, who they signed as an undrafted free agent. He was not big, but he was throwing his weight around all over the place. He was every time he was on the ice, he was hitting guys with body checks. I don't know if he's a uh, NHL player because he's not that big, mm-hmm. but uh, he really throws his weight around. How about Mashinta, Mashugana? Uh, you know, I mean, he's he's not an he's well, most might be a fourth line guy. You know he's not he's not going to be anything. How about some of the uh, defensemen down there? Is Danny Savret playing there? Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I wasn't like, like scouting everybody. The one kid, uh, Kyle no, Allen, you are might be a scout, by the way. Stan. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. Now you you told me you went to see one game. Now the official scout of Blue Shirt Underground Radio. <laughs> What's harpooning uh, with Stan? What's harpooning <laughs> with <laughs> Danny Savret? <laughs> Yeah, I gotta, I gotta uh, get up there to watch those games. Yeah, next time you go, let me know because I'll, I'll meet you there. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah. I, I'm, listen, I, I've got nothing holding me. Nothing down. better I, to do, right? <laughs> yeah, I got nothing better to do. I, yeah. I wish they would have moved to the Coliseum out here. I would, I would go to every Ranger uh, minor league game. Yeah, that's why they wanted to uh, get that lease for the Coliseum so they could move uh, off. Yeah, that would have been okay. something. Yeah. Uh, so uh, are you panicking yet with this three games? Uh, you know. No, I always think uh, you got to give uh, give it to like about Thanksgiving, about the twenty game mark. See how teams uh, shake out. Anybody you see not doing well under the new system at all? Well, except for the Los Angeles game, nobody's doing well, except yeah. for Richards and Stall. You know. And yeah. Stall the minus four last night. Yeah, uh, we'll see tomorrow. You know, they obviously have to play better. You know. I mean, that's the worst game I've seen them play, and I can't remember the last time they were that I know. Bad. I, that's what I said. I, I don't remember them playing this disgusting in years. Like I'll tell you, you can't have some rookie come in and making trick shots on you. I mean. Well, that, that kid, according to Sam Rosen, is like Jeremy Yaga. You know, he said that you know early in the, in the uh, broadcast. In the bro- and yeah. I'm saying, you can't do, put that on a kid, especially from the Czech Republic, that he's going to be like right. one of the all-time greats. And then by the end of the game, I'm saying, wait a second, maybe you can. Right. That exactly. guy was unbelievable. I mean, he's had a good season so far, had a great preseason. Maybe this guy could be the new Yager. Boy. I don't know. And he was picked 17th. I'll tell you, 16 other teams are going like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, really. Holy cow. So, uh, all right, good call, Stan. Thanks for keeping uh, in touch with us. And, uh We'll make sure uh, when it's scheduled, we'll be here when it's scheduled. So when you get those notices, we'll be here. All right, so keep me on. Okay. All right, Stan. Thanks. Right. Good night. Stan from Bayside. See if he had had Facebook, which is the only way to get in touch with me, by the way. (laughs) Or my email. If that. If that. I know. I'm totally off the grid, and I apologize. Because there is no man more on the grid than you, and I'm—I mean, I'm polar opposite. Right, right. I—we are the odd couple of internet radio. We are really odd. There can be that person. It's funny. It's the same thing with my friends too. They basically have to call my home phone in order to get in touch with me, and to get me live. That's also a—you can leave a message. So anyway. So, uh, yeah, so Stan, I think you had some good points. Uh, and uh, what do we got, Costas on the uh, line? Yeah, just before we bring him in, I'm going to just, from what I have seen, from the, and you can tell me if you agree or you disagree, uh, guys like, and this is, not just, this is not to just pick on Brian Boyle because I think he's one of the worst hockey players I've ever seen, but guys that, guys that cannot skate, well, are not going to are not going to survive in this system. Not from what I've seen. Guys like Boyle and Pisey, 
you know, that's why, you know, I was going to, I couldn't jump in, but guy Kreider and Miller, you know, all these guys, the Rangers have been drafting the last couple of years to Very fit point. the old system are good. I think are going to fit the new system a hell of a lot better than they would have fit the old one. I just don't see how guy, I just don't see how this system will work with some of the skaters on this team. And, I mean, the first two to come to mind, well, the first three, Boyle, Pisey, and, and Asham. I know those, those are not guys but, who skate. But don't you think, in this day and age, we'll look, we look at the teams that are, are proven winners, Chicago, Boston, Boston. What's that clip of you with Boston? We can't beat Boston. Uh, Boston. We're not as good as Boston. Uh, who's the other team there that wins the Stanley Cups there? Uh, well, anyway, those teams have – they have guys that can, you know, bruise. They have guys who are – but maybe you need fast guys that are good, tough players, not slow, plotting checkers and, right. who can chip I mean, in can some goals when you need them. I, I mean, you know – Guy, there, there are guys on this team that that skate well, and you know, can, can are, resp- are uh, defensively responsible and can, you know play to a two way game. Callahan certainly can. You know, Stepan can, but I just don't right. think I, I I just don't think this system could be completely successful until you get rid of some of the quote unquote dead weight, the 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 luggers. I'll, I think you know, I'll point. tell you another. I'll tell you another guy, and this is going to be a. This might be a very unpopular Uh-oh. comment, but I'm going to tell you another guy who might not thrive. I think I know who you're going to say in this system. Is it a defenseman? This Dan Girardi. That's what I. And I love say. Dan Girardi. Do not take this as a as a as a detriment or a, a derogatory remark to his game. I love Dan Girardi. That man is a warrior. I haven't seen many defensemen play for the Rangers that, that gave more blood and guts than Dan Girardi. But I don't know if he's cut out for this system. The UFA at the end now, of the year. The UFA at the end of the year. But the other question that I have to ask myself is, what did the last four years take out of Dan Girardi? Right. You know, but I don't know. That remains to be seen. I know enough about Brian Boyle and Pisey to know <laughs> that they cannot, that they will not thrive in this system. Dan Girardi, that's just, that's, I have a very small sample size of, of Dan Girardi in this system, but I, I know enough about this system to know that Boyle and Pisey cannot survive it. Now, now, I'm not well, saying it's trade Dan Girardi. Don't get on Twitter and Facebook and MySpace. <laughs> they put out an ad to Petty Saver. Jim Schmiedeberg wants Dan Girardi traded. I just don't want him on the power play, but that's besides the point. That's another point. I'm just not sure. No, I'm hesitant I, I, to I was say. actually thinking that, too, because I was like, oh, I, I was thinking about him going, man, that's heresy. That I, 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 that I think they should try maybe to move Girardi because He's so good defensively, but you remember last year, and Cali Fan just said it too, which really is you really do hate Dan Girardi. <laughs> oh no, that'll be out on Twitter. Yeah, but uh, you know, maybe the best way to put it is is Dan Girardi's a, a stay-at-home defenseman. He's a one-dimensional a, defenseman. He's great a, at what he does. In a he's a stay-at-home defenseman in a system where the defensemen don't stay home. That's what that's what concerns me. Again, I am not advocating putting him on the trading block. I'm not I'm not saying unstitch his letters from your personalized jersey. I am not Jackie Lomba. <laughs> I'm just saying that it could be a concern. That's all. Emily that's all. is uh doesn't want can't mess with Dan with Emily. She doesn't even want to hear it. I know. She's like, oh, who's going to replace? She's already on the. the, the oh, relax. Relax. Well, if he's going to want when five, six million. They trade him to Columbus. 
Fetter Tootin will come back. Yeah, we get Fetter Tootin. We get Start uh, with what they got? defenseman to tell me who's available, and that's who I'll tell you is going to run. Yeah, we got an offense. They got a couple of guys over there. By the way, Some speaking of defenseman. The, speaking of Columbus, you know, we talked about a couple weeks ago. We've been invited on that Columbus show, distinct uh, oh, yeah. kicking boat, November seventh. I just found out that my brother is traveling to Ohio and will be attending that game. So perhaps wow. we can uh, perhaps we can put him to work if he's interested. And all your people talking about, uh, you know, Jim brought it up about uh, Dan Girardi. Uh, I'm not trying to – that would be good, though, with your brother if he's there and we could do a whole bit. Maybe Dan Girardi will be a Blue Jacket by then. Well, Dan Girardi's going to be a UFA. I mean, you know, you got to think about these things. This is why we're ahead of the curve here on the underground. Right now, it may right. hurt when you first hear it, but you might – if Girardi, who did not have a great season last year, in that shortened season, he actually had a very bad season. Uh, and people say, oh, he didn't have a bad – he was terrible. Girardi for Erickson. No, I don't want Tim Erickson. That Done. ship is sailed. That <laughs> ship is sailed. But well, better too. what I'm saying is if the Rangers can save some money down the line, uh, Girardi's what making? What is he making now? Somebody go on uh, CapGeek. He's got to make at least $4 million. A buck eight. He's not making a million. million. He's not making a million. A million. Four million. Somebody get on Cap Geek. Uh, who is it? Uh, Charlie Osby Flumanti, our, uh, our faithful engineer for over six years. Looking it up. Um, because I think, you know, he's going to want a pay raise. Three, four. All right, three, four. Uh, for five million, we could get Gabby back. Gabby is unrestricted next year, right? I don't. I don't. Uh, let's be I'm, honest, I, I guys. Let, let's 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 be honest. Let's, let's be, be honest. real. Let's let's be let's real. Be this man's contract expi- this man's con- no. I'm sorry. Yes, this man's contract expires in June. Dan Girardi's not a five six million dollar defenseman. He's going to be asking that. I don't know if they extend Gabby's contract. I don't. know. I'm just throwing things out there. All right, let me just, just yeah, erase that having, whole scenario. You want to? You want to talk to Costa now, or you want? Yes. Oh, you got something else? No, no you got something else. I'm sorry. No, Costa, we're getting no towards the end of the broadcast. Make sure the the, the underground's voice is heard. Yo, what up? Live, live from the Holland Tunnel. Costa, what's <laughs> going on? What up? How are you? Good, people. Good. It's only three games. Calm the fuck down. Who's not calm? No, he's talking about the people, the fans. <laughs> We're not people. No, but not us. Call, he's talking who about you you, who you calling you people. Poster, <laughs> tell me who you're talking about. The you people on the. People, you know how many people on on Twitter are like are like are like on at DefCon One and on the message board or all the message boards are on DefCon One. We come the fuck down. It's three games. I couldn't agree with you. And let me and let me say this: I gotta eat some crow. Uh, Richard is playing good, and I and, and I and I say buy his ass out. I've been saying for the longest time, buy his ass out. I think the fact now he's a winger, the pressure's off him now. A winger, he's a winger. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Now that he's a winger, oh, wait, he's a winger. Now that, a winger. Now that he's a, now that he's a winger. <laughs> my favorite actress is Deborah Winger. Tip <laughs> Winger. Uh, I think the fact that he got his ass in shape instead of playing charity games for Hurricane Sandy helped him. <laughs> I think that too. He's a man with a plan, determination. But, uh, yeah, he's still going to get bought out. Say, all the money we saved with him, and then you dump Girardi's lazy ass. Like Jim said. Who's the the captain of um, Toronto? Who's that guy's name? Let Hank go. Phil Kessel? No. He's a defenseman. He's a defenseman. Uh, Fanouf? Yeah. Girardi's going to want Deion Fanouf money. Oh, he don't deserve it. Fanouf doesn't even deserve Fanouf money. 
I mean, he's to a decent player Ed, now. He's not as good as Calgary days. To quote the great Emil Francis, well, you know, I was watching the TV, and I thought they were going to get Fanouf. <laughs> and Emily's right. Fanouf is the one who sent uh, Mark Stahl into La La Land. Oh, was it Sauer? Fanouf. Well, Sauer. Michael Sauer. Yeah, Mike, Michael Sauer doesn't even know his name anymore. Fanouf. <laughs> Michael I know. Let, let me ask you guys something. You think the fact that they they, they streamlined the pads is, is is now giving Hank a hard time? No. No? No. Guy's not covering. Damn, damn. <laughs> Florida Evans just walked in. Um, I don't know. I don't think that's the problem. I think the Rangers not covering guys that are wide open in front of the net. <laughs> I think that's more the problem. No, yeah. he was he was spectacular against the Kings. What are the what are the, 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 the pads? The what now? The what now? What else? <laughs> the what now? What else you got? What now? Dan Gerard. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? Emily hey, just said something. We we were all about Alfie Samuelson, but the defense look, doesn't look too great, Alfie. <laughs> Better start knocking some heads in that locker room. Get these dunder heads together. All right, Dan Girardi for Nikita Nikitin. You don't. You just trade Girardi now, just for anybody on Columbus that you can't even pronounce their names. <laughs> That's Nikita the Nikita. joke. That's the oh, joke of it. Oh, okay. I like it. Nikita, Nikita. Wisniewski. I like James Wisniewski. Offensive. We need an Get a little bit older. Get a little bit older. A little bit more veteran. Get a little bit older. Yeah. Uh, He's younger than Girardi. Girardi? How old is Girardi? He's like 27. Oh. He's still young. He's still young. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. He's 29. 29. Same age as... He's old now. 27. He's old. But you did make a good point about Girardi. This guy has... He put the last three years on the torts, three and a half years on the torts. That's like six years for a defenseman. Right. It's like dog years. <laughs> how old is he? Yeah, that's a, how old is he in torts years? In torts years, he's 31. 30. He's Chris Kelly. He's Chris Kelly. In torts years. He's Harry that's Howell the, in torts years. <laughs> <laughs> torts years. I love it. I'm actually oh posting that on our Facebook group as we speak. He's Ching Johnson in Torch Years. <laughs> Alfie Pike. Alfie Pike. Jeez. <laughs> All right, Costa. Well, thanks Ed, for calling it, my Ed, friend. Ed, Ed, Edgar LeProd. <laughs> or who was the other one? I can't think of his name now. Um, Ing... Uh, Ing- Earl Ingerfeld was that his name? Earl Ing- Ingerstrom? Oh, Ingerfield. Like that. Ingerfield. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. So right. yeah, I I think uh, you know it's food for thought. We're not throwing Dan out, but yeah, you but know the- he's gonna want a long term deal, right? I mean, I know it's early. Hey, maybe he plays lights out the rest of the year. When I will say, pay him whatever he wants. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, all right, Costa, thanks for joining us. All right, toodles. Toodles. <laughs> all off. All right. Is that it, Robin? I don't know. We got <laughs> Dale Ralph. <laughs> we, by the way, Justin, has, we have this, uh, I think I've told you this, me and Justin and the great Nick Tertilli and Keith McElroy out here in Arizona. We have a we have just a group chat all day long on our phones. And Nick always likes to make crazy statements like tonight Boyle's gonna get a hat trick or or Brian Boyle's gonna lead the Rangers in scoring just just to get me going, right? <laughs> Justin said the other day that Brian Boyle was gonna win the Rocket Retard trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not much of a thinker. Yeah, he, he definitely you could. You can't laugh too much about that, but come on, you know it. You know, you know yeah, it's. I'm, I'm laughing inside. Right. 
Brad Stewart gets suspended three games for that hit on Nasher. Wow. Justin. Justin. From uh, Adam wow. Rotter. From Adam Rotter. The... Wow. Yeah. Eh, don't play dirty. Learn the rules. That's right. Seattle, number 83. Across the wingle. In front of Yeddle. Oh, he scores. Diving effort by Lundquist. Uh, now I gotta clip, I like I gotta clip to that down. I gotta clip that I down. Hope, just have. Oh! I hope. To, well, that was that's fine the way it is. But the Brian Leach, I hope what is he player safety or something? I hope he had something to do with that. We got a man in the office now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah All right, hey. that's it for me. That's it for me, Jim. I know you got to do some stuff. I got to do some stuff, and got to think. Mine has to do. We're going to the bathroom. <laughs> All right. We will see you guys in a few days, early next week. Good, I want to thank, And I want to thank everybody for coming out. Quick yes. little roll call here. Bob Groder, Cali fan, CCP, Anatoly, Cutter, Emily, plenty of guests. Thank you for showing up. Great Howie Sussman, Manny Meatballs, Rocco Sansone, uh, Roy Erickson, Stan from Bayside of Colton, our official Hartford Wolfpack correspondent, uh, Stephen Nola, that's it. Love you all, and we'll see you next week. Wazilly. Wow. I forgot Waz down the bottom. Don't forget to join our Facebook group. Follow us. Follow me on Twitter at BSU Radio Jim. Eddie is at Rager Crisis. Good night, everybody.